Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a journalist and menstrual cycle coach, and I'm obsessed with all things spirituality, sexuality, wellness, empowerment, and mysticism. Join me as I interview coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders from all around the globe about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey toward self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Light Within. Today, I am so excited to welcome a friend of mine, Alex Coble Franks, who is a holistic health coach and the CEO and co-founder of the Agenda Period app and planner. She is someone I have known for over a year. We're kind of both in this menstrual cycle education sphere, and I just love her message of empowerment. She specializes in helping people feel empowered by their periods and has just this amazing story. We're going to talk today about how she was called to this work, how cyclical alignment helps her in her business, and how you can implement it in your life as well. We talk about online period trackers and data sharing because that's really been a topic of conversation online and in the news lately. And she talks about how her period app is way different than the other ones you may see in the app store. We also speak about a new period-powered campaign, three months of giveaways she's got going on this summer, which I am so excited to be taking part in, and we just chat about what it's like to be a menstruator in business. Now, Alex returned from the Peace Corps in 2015 and felt out of touch with her own health, so she started a path of healing. This healing became her passion, and so now she works with women and menstruators to help harness the power of their monthly cycles for maximum impact in their work and lives. So please join me in welcoming Alex to the Light Within podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. It's so exciting. I know. I'm very excited, too. We've known each other for a while. I'm glad to have you on the podcast. The first question I ask everyone is, what ignites your light within? My light within really gets ignited when I get to support people through education. It's been a really consistent theme throughout my whole life. It's kind of the red thread, if you will, um, where I'm like, all my experience kind of seems random. But then when I really drill it down, it's like, oh, this education and getting people to know information, because once you know something, no one can take that away from you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a really powerful agent for change in the world. Absolutely. Now, for those folks who don't know you or are not familiar with your work, can you introduce yourself and and tell us what it is that you have birthed into the world? Yeah. So I'm Alex Kobelfrakes. I am the founder of the Agenda Period, which started off really as a planner um, for your period to connect the dots between your menstrual cycle and the work that you do to make your work easier. And now it is transformed into a mobile app. So that is pretty exciting and something I never, ever anticipated when I started working on the agenda. Okay. So how did this work come to you? Like, how did you decide that this was what you were going to do with your life? came to me very, very sideways, actually. So in 2018, I started a health coaching company. So I went through a couple of really intensive certification processes. And 
at the same time, you're kind of plunging into entrepreneurship. So you know a little bit about this, right? It's yeah. not just like, I've got the training and you think the, the line just shows up in front of your door and it's not always like that at the beginning. Uh, so I had a great training and then my client acquisition was a little spotty and I didn't really know why. And so I was just talking through through the process with a mentor and she said, Alex, people have already paid you money. More people will pay you money. Why don't you write a why don't you make a spreadsheet so you can track your sales conversions? I was like, okay, I love data. Why didn't I think of that? And so I found in that process that I actually had the highest sales when I was in the ovulation phase of my menstrual cycle. Hmm. I was like, oh, hey, money. I see. <laughs> like, this is awesome. Why aren't we talking about this? Um, and what was not obvious to me at the time, but what's clearly and abundantly obvious now is most of the sales champions and the people who are considered top of their game don't have menstrual cycles. So they just mm. don't ever consider it as a part of their sales process. Um, so it really came in sideways. It came, it wasn't about the period at all. It was about ovulation, but that got me chewing on it. Like, Oh, if my sales are easier during this phase, are other things easier during other phases? And I was like, yeah, I can remember a time where I tried to sit down and I had a tax deadline and I was in the follicular phase and it took me 10 hours <laughs> to try to do try to do my taxes. <laughs> she laughed because she gets it. And then I was like, oh, but when it was in the luteal phase, it took me two hours. Hmm, maybe I should actually freaking think about this because it's your time is so limited as an yeah. entrepreneur that you really need to think smarter, not harder. And so that first data set kind of set me set me down the rabbit hole as it were. Yeah. I'm laughing because it is so funny when I try to do like detailed oriented things, even when I try to meditate during my inner spring, which is follicular, it's such a monkey mind situation. There's like no freaking way. And because of the fact that I have PCOS and I have a longer cycle, my inner spring is longer and it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> like I'm just not a fan of inner spring. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Like my favorite time is inner fall. Like I am in my wheelhouse in the luteal phase. So I get it. I get it. Um, and so you kind of created this data spread, you figured it out. And then when did you morph that into your full-time business as like educating about the period? Yeah. So I kind of went down the path of, of getting some support, seeing some people who are going to help out and kind of work on the iterations of the project. And I don't, it was all very intuitive because this is I have a business degree, but this is nothing that I learned in business school because in business school, you learn how to run someone else's business. Mm. I was like, we're starting from like that really annoying phrase that people say that you're, we're, we're building the plane as we fly it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so true. But like it's, everything's duct taped together right now. So the very first thing in this idea actually came to me in a meditation and I had to sit with it for a year before I even started working oh. on it. So I'll just put, put that, put that out there. There was a lot of of noodling on it before it ever even started getting put out into the world because I was really scared because mm -hmm. the, the idea came to me in a meditation and I thought, Oh, I'll just go buy it. Someone's already made it. Mm -hmm. Like the idea was like, have a planner to batch, like time batch with your four phases, mm -hmm. make it super easy. I did. I wanted the cheat code. I did not have any desire to do this work, but when I couldn't find it and I had many conversations with mentors over a year process, I finally decided, okay, we're just going to try it out. So we, we started with a beta first. So we put it out to our community and a hundred women signed up, women mm. with small businesses signed up to test it out. And the first version was on Google spreadsheets. <laughs> See, but that, that proves that you can do things on like on Google. Like I always feel like I have to do the most difficult thing. Okay, great. First thing no, on Google spreadsheets. 
you shouldn't do it the most difficult way because so you want to create what's like in business the MVP, right? The minimal viable product. So you want to mm. create what's the simplest strip that is a complete product for someone because I learned so much and we changed a lot of things that if we would have printed that, like mm. what we had on this sheet as the first version, it would have been way more wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but uh, so a hundred people signed up, we took them through the process and then it was just like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, someone invited me to come to a conference. So this, it, it launched June one, someone invited me to a conference, October, like seventh. And so I was like, I don't know how we have no money, but we need to print the first copy of them. And we didn't have any design work started. Oh, no. We had no design work started. We had no printer. We had nothing. And I was like, someone invited me to this event and I'm going to have them there. And people like, how are you going to do that? I was like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. We're, we're just going to do it. So like I just set that target and we worked backwards. We found a designer. We found a printer. And then mid beta test, we launched a Kickstarter campaign mm. to get funds for the first product. And we raised $12,000 on crowdfunding to, because printing is expensive. Things I did not know before starting this project, <laughs> like how expensive it is. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of how... That's how it all kind of crashed into be. And then really by mid 2019, I was still doing coaching. So that's how I was getting paid, but I was full time working on the agenda period, mm. 40 plus hours. Cause I'm like, I'm not seeing necessarily the traction numbers that you want to see yet, but I know there's yeah. something potent here. Absolutely. And that was, that was before I was like, I'm going to be a planner company. And now I'm like, I never want to make another planner again. <laughs> So it's a physical planner now and an app. Yep. So we have the last batch, like actually just went uh, on sale on our website where I'm not going to print anymore. Mm. Um, because what we, what I found after doing like the conversations, after we started putting it out there, we got so, I had so hundreds of conversations with women and menstruators. And what they said to me that really kind of struck us as common theme is I need some kind of centralized system to keep track of all my shit because I'm in charge of my life. I'm in charge of my kids' life. I'm in charge of my personal life. We know women carry so much of the unpaid labor and that is not fair, but it is the system that is right now. And so they're like, I have to have something that can give me notifications. I have to use like, even the people who had a physical planner used an electronic component. Mm -hmm. And that's when I finally was like, I don't have, like, if I want to keep doing this, I have to make it physical. If I want to actually meet small business owners where they're at, if I want to meet women and menstruators who are working, which is all of us, where they're at, they needed, they needed a component. So that's how we really pivoted into app development. Mm. And so let's talk a little bit about apps right now. Like there's all this conversation about period tracking apps, sharing your data. And because of the fear that's happening here in the States around the potential overturning of Roe v. Wade and, and, you know, what that could mean. I mean, I have seen wild conversations and I'm down rabbit holes, right? But like I've seen conversations online where people are very worried that if their menstrual information is shared, then potentially down the line, either the government could use that against them or like they could, you know, there's all these worries. So like, what is your perspective on that? Yeah, it's such a great question. It's something that I was really potently aware of even before, like right when we decided we were going to launch the app. Um, I was like, we're going to have a subscription. So there's going to be a, a minimal cost to it because here's the thing that no one likes to talk about in business because the internet has created this whole wave of electronic products, but every principles of economics, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Mm. 
businesses have to make money to be a business. That is not a charity. Like this is my job to do this. There, I have to pay developers to make stuff. So there has to be an exchange, an economic exchange. That's mm-hmm. just the truth of it. But when people do not charge you for their product, you are the product. Mm. And that's just the truth. And so I knew way before this conversation was happening, I was like, I don't want to sell. I don't want to be a data broker. I don't want to sell people's data because the way that it's commonly used in the past for particularly menstrual products or fertility products is people get targeted around the internet for products that they don't need. Mm. Um, And when we are in these hormonal fluctuations, we can be really vulnerable and we can be really sensitive and really, easy to fall prey to some of these things. And I'm like, that's shady as hell. And I don't Mm -hmm. want to do that to people. So I'm not going to do that to people. So we've got a low level subscription. And then in the future, you know, we hope to sell products and make that really easy for people, but stuff that we're not selling your data to anyone, they have to sell, pay us to get into the app, to get your eyeballs. Mm -hmm. And you can choose if you would like to buy that or not. Mm -hmm. Um, we're not, but we're just not going to do that. And I knew that from the very beginning. And that's why we set up our business model the way that we did. Mm. Um, because it's no one's fucking business besides yours. And it's no one's business unless you want to tell them. And as a person who, you know, has probably had my data used against me in that way, I could never in good conscience participate in that system. And so it's just really, really clear. Uh, we're not going to do that. We've never done that. And I think that should be the gold standard, but it's not. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of the competitors, like if Flo ever hears this podcast, they'll, they'll force you to take it down or something because they, they didn't, they only allegedly mm-hmm. sold people's data. But I'm like, they paid out $19 million yeah. in lawsuits for alleged, I'm like, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, there are other ways to make money. We can be more creative and I think we can be transparent into, hey, you know, this is what it, this is a job. <laughs> this is what it takes to have a job. And we can just have that kind of honest conversation mm. because consumers are smart and they, you know, they want to be able to use these products. So I've heard a lot online just saying, get off all the apps, like fuck all the apps, like yeah. never, ever use them. Don't trust them. And I understand that sentiment. I'm also a mom of, t- of 17 month old twins. I do not always have the time to keep track of my physical planner. Yeah. <laughs> I love having it on my phone. Yeah. Does that make me lazy? Maybe, but also can I just look at the system and structure that exists in the world and say, yeah, like this is so much easier if you find a product that you trust. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, that's where it comes from. You know, I think there's a different ethos when the company is made by people who experience the same problem. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have to look at who makes some of these big, big, big humongous apps that everybody's using. Like, are they menstruators? Yes. Are they Flo, people- they had three, three men on their founding team. Hmm. Clue, one woman and two men on their founding team. So you can see theirs is a little better. Their ethos is better. I'm like, it makes a difference. Yeah. You know, but then so many of them were like made by data scientists yeah. who wanted to create a good algorithm. And then we even get into like, how accurate is it? Nothing is perfectly accurate. We know that, but we're not trying to be that. We're not trying to tell you this is exactly when you're ovulating. Right. No piece of data is going to tell you that. Yeah, the the app that I use is so frustrating. I just take my like basal body temperature every morning and it tried to tell me I was ovulating 10 days beforehand and I cannot figure out how to move the damn button. I'm like, this is not, I can look, I know that's not so frustrating. So let's talk about your app. So do you have the aspects where you track things like your basal body temperature or is it much more like schedules and things like that? Because I, I saw it years ago 
but now I had, I haven't seen it for a while. So I haven't been, I'm not familiar with what the app looks like. And the new version, by the time you're listening to this, will be out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so right now, there's the tracking. You see all of the phases. Each of the phases has a, a deep pop out that gives you all the content. And a lot of the apps don't even go into all four phases of the cycle, which is kind of interesting and weird. So we like give you the lowdown on what each of the phases are. And then there's a more robust content section that has got other planning guides and moon cycle guides and how to check in to know when you're ovulating, as well as other blogs from people in the space, experts that are just, you know, bringing awesome content into the platform. And then you can see all of your historic cycles and then you can see your predicted cycles and then it connects with your Google calendar, which is really, really awesome. It just helps you get, cause I don't know about anyone listening, but what do I do every night before I go to bed? I check in with my Google calendar to prep. I did last night. Okay. I got I got an interview tomorrow. Make sure I'm ready to go. Make sure I'm prepped for this. Um, You know, it just helps me get in that frame of what do I have coming on the next day. So having my cycle information is such a friendly tip to remind me, take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Here's what's going on. Here's what you may anticipate. Um, And what is going to be rolled out next month is our really robust um, daily cycle check-in. We're completely getting rid of the language around symptoms because women's bodies having normal fluctuations is not symptomatic. And I hate that language so much. Like even the apps that I see like under good things that you can track are called symptoms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like. That just leads to the continual pathologization of women that I'm so exhausted by. Um, And so from there, it will likely be where we can connect to those temperature apps that already exist. We don't need to recreate everything. We want to really be able to help people pull things in. So another really, really soon integration is being able to integrate with your Fitbit or Garmin Mm -hmm. or different apps like that. We just want to create a really easy to use and easy to read hub. And so the symptom tracker will have a lot, like if you're doing the um, billings method with like cervical mucus, you'll Mm -hmm. be able to track the mucus throughout your cycle. There's not a temping thing yet, but again, there's already some really good tools. So we'll probably just work on an integration. Awesome. So do you kind of plan your entire life around your cycle? Because you talked a lot about like why you even started this because you saw how many more sales were happening during ovulation. You talk a lot about like cyclical alignment. Do you really work hand in hand with your period or like I I try, like I try my very best, but as a, as a person who has a full-time job, plus someone who's starting her own business, sometimes you got to do stuff outside of when you know they're going to be in alignment. I work really hard to stay within that alignment. Um, and it doesn't always show up. So like I'm in the lute- I'm in the end of the luteal phase and my sensitive my sensitive phase is coming on. So it looks like this week I still had, you know, we're about to relaunch an app. I've got investor things coming on. Like there's so much going on right now. Um, so what it looked like this week was um I ordered out like five times. Like I ordered taken like five times because I had no energy at all to cook. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked, you know, my nanny, if she could come additional, some additional hours, I got some additional gaps filled for myself. Mm-hmm. I really worked on getting to bed early, you know, it did not work last night. I got to bed on time. Then I woke up at 5am just wide awake. And I was like, Ex- excellent. Yeah, this is excellent. Um, but so 
it's really like it's stuff like that. It's it's filling in the gaps where maybe your your work schedule is not always flexible. Because when we started this, it really was for the idea initially was for entrepreneurs. We just expanded to see how applicable this is to everyone who works, which is all of yeah. <laughs> all of us. And so it's just like, how can I know what's going on and meet myself where I'm at and then pull in additional support? Because I think that's the part that's almost a harder thing for us to do as women. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because we're so expected to do everything ourselves and to not ask for help. So I'm just like, you know, I am really tired this week. So I'm going to order out more and I'm going to ask for help. And you know, it just is what it is. So I, I see it where that awareness allows me to better articulate and ask for what I need. Mm, absolutely. So when people are starting to become more aware of cyclical alignment. Let's say someone's listening to this and they've never even heard of this. How would you say at its core, it helps menstruators and women live a better life? Oh, that is such a good question. I think at its core, um, what I've heard from other users and what felt so key to my experience is I knew I had a period, but I never understood how all of these dots were connected. And I, only knew that it was bad to talk about it because I was called hormonal, bitchy, um, like multiple times, especially in high school, like young men would ask like, oh, what's wrong with you? Are you on your period right now? <laughs> right? So there's almost this incentive not to learn about it because if you admit that you are hormonal, which all humans are hormonal, we all have hormones, <laughs> you know, then it's like dangerous or toxic to say your body works differently rather than like, it's, it's just science. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just normal. They're just not, nothing is good, worse or better. They're just two different programmings. Like it's okay. So starting to one, understand that as a baseline that you do have hormones that fluctuate and that's okay to acknowledge <laughs> is such, it's just this thing that breaks people open and gives them a lot more space to start exploring. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, we've really worked to create a baseline, like, Hey, here are some things that might feel really good in your menstrual phase. Here are some activities that might feel really good in your follicular phase and your ovulation phase and your luteal phase, try them on for yourself and see what works for you because I'm a health coach. So there's nothing about my work that is prescriptive. Mm -hmm. I am tired of the medical system saying like, you don't know what's going on in your body. Ugh. Let me tell you what to do. Just shut up, take birth control, just sit down, take this, take that. Oh, it's all in your head. Mm -hmm. No, you are a genius. You are the only one who understands your experience. We give you the tools to help explore that for yourself so that you can come to your own conclusions and then also know how to ask for help. Hey, yeah, I am noticing I'm track. I'm doing my cycle check-in and I am bloating the 10 days in a row. I don't want to feel like that. What can I do? Mm -hmm. Great. Here's some options. Mm. But it is led by we believe women are whole and capable. <laughs> it's just like it's not always seen in the world, right? So we help people, you know, really that's the, my goal is people get to come back to them themselves as their own best expert. Mm, absolutely. And so what kind of tips do you have to like actually implement this? Do you have a reminder on your phone to kind of like check in with your cycle? Is it just a practice that you have kind of implemented? Like do you have a morning routine? Like if someone's trying to figure out how to make this a habit, what advice do you have? Yeah. So I have gone through different iterations of this. Um, for a while I did the, like the cycle mandala, which was a tool from red school, which is a cool organization, mm -hmm. but I just like would draw a circle on a piece of paper and then color it in every night. And okay. just like 
with like the day of my cycle, how I was feeling for that day. Um, you know, now I'm this, this is a very full busy season. So I at least check in with my app every single day and kind of here's the day that I'm on still attempt to do some time for journaling for myself, but I was really diligent in taking notes at the beginning. And I, what we've seen from our users is around 90 days of, of tracking pretty diligently. They get a really clear view of the landscape. Mm-hmm. And this is because from eggs, the eggs to go from kind of the waiting pool into I'm starting to mature now for ovulation takes 90 to hundred days. Mm. So something we like never talk about would be like, I don't know why my peers not getting better in 30 days. Well, because the eggs that, came out for, and made that period were during maybe when you weren't having yeah. such great habits for yeah. yourself. So it can just take, take about a quarter for things to settle down for you. So just really track, pay attention, um, and create whatever that ritual is for yourself in the, the new version of the app. We have no push notifications. So oh. they just let you know every day, Hey, your cycle check-in, take five minutes, take some time, drop into your body. Um, because truly that's what the menstrual cycle is to me. The menstrual cycle awareness is an embodiment practice. These women are taught to live from the neck up. And this is about dropping deep down into your bones and trusting your own experience. And then using that information to detail and outline your next steps. Beautifully said. Like, that is so, so true. I've, I've explained it to my therapist so many times. I'm like from here up, I've got it from here down. Like, and I'm pointing to my neck for those who can live. <laughs> Alex and I can see each other, but you guys can't see us. I'm, I'm motioning from my neck up. I've got that. But from the neck down, it's like so much more difficult to get embodied. And obviously with my own experience and my lived experience, I shut my cycle down for 16 years with the pill and 20 years of eating disorders to completely disconnect myself. And society kind of tells us, and like you were even saying, the medical field tells us too, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Listen to me. I'm the smart one. And so it takes a lot for us to learn to listen again, like reconnecting with my intuition after coming off of the pill and after healing eating disorders is still a process for me today because it's like, I don't. It's like a, a, a disconnect, it's such a disconnect. I just kind of have the chills right now because that is such a parallel experience to me. And it's such a parallel experience to almost every woman I know. I spent 10 years on birth control and I spent at least 15 years with eating disorders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, mine was mostly, you know, emotional and binge eating and yo-yo dieting and this like extreme, you know, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, like never being happy, never. Mm -hmm. And that is dis, that is disembodiment. I think, I really think this, the menstrual cycle (laughs) modality is a way to come back into whole, the wholeness that was always there, but we've just been so disconnected from it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I just, sometimes I, I fantasize about like, I wonder what it was like before the patriarchy. Like, what was it like in the tribes before the patriarchy where people who bled were the ones who were revered and I bet there was no diet culture. (laughs) I hope to God there wasn't any diet culture back then. You know, it's like, I wonder what that was like to feel so embodied. And I, I clearly follow people online who either are, or at least appear to be very much embodied in those same ways, but it's just so foreign to me. So I have to just like fantasize about it during the middle of meditation or wherever about, wow, like, I wonder what it was like. 
Yeah, there are a lot of Native communities that have talked about this medicine and the way that women would gather together and, you know, like have their red tent time. Mm-hmm. I've heard stories from people indigenous to the United States, people indigenous to Hawaii, a lot of Native cultures had a very different perspective. Um, and so that's that's something interesting in my work that I really work to honor as a white person is like, how do we make space for honoring that this is old medicine and honoring um, the folks that have, honestly, they had to take it underground in a lot mm-hmm. of ways for it to survive. And and now we get to bring it back in. So that's, that is one of the reasons I'm really not interested in leading a movement. I am interested in growing a community where mm-hmm. all of these voices get to rise to the top and have space. Um, because this is medicine for for all of us, and there are some particular medicine keepers who have really done a great job of holding this sacred really close, even mm-hmm. if they had to be quiet about it for a long time. Mm. And I love that you put it that way, building a community. You do so much collaboration. Like I know there are so many people that collaborate with you. You've got this massive campaign coming this summer, the period powered campaign. Talk about that, because it seems like, first of all, I'm involved, so I'm very excited, but like what was the whole idea behind this? Give us the 411. Yeah. So I, so like I mentioned at the top of this interview, I've done crowd Kickstarter and I, I did two successful campaigns. So there's this, this potency that is like crackling that comes together when everyone is kind of con- connected around and like walking in the same direction. Like people would tell their friends about it and they would share it out and they got really excited. And there is this ownership and responsibility around fulfilling the mission when a lot of people get together. And I think that collaboration is the antidote to capitalism. Like capitalism is all about siloing and one winner and zero sum game. And I think though that the medicine that the feminine energy gets to bring is like, no, no, like there's room for everyone because everyone has something different. Um, Everyone has their own spin to it. There are lots of different products. There are lots of different service providers. Um, and there's enough room here for everyone. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So that is kind of like some of these different things. So this idea, this campaign has been asking to be birthed for, you know, probably six months. I've been mm-hmm. thinking about this campaign because there's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of toxicity in women's health. People are justifiably fucking terrified of what's going to happen, what their life is going to look like, what access to resources they're going to have. And we didn't really go too much into it in this interview, but through like fertility awareness, there are ways for people to get really close to having accurate control over their own fertility Mm -hmm. when they know how to do that method. Right. Um, And so overall this, this, this campaign is a blend of kind of all of those ideas, but it's just like, we don't have to be afraid we can come together and we can resource this with our own community. We can understand how to get these tools and these supplies. We can understand the cycle. We can help each other. And so I really just wanted it to be a joyful expression of our own power mm-hmm. to say, I don't need your permission to do that. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. If you would like to participate, it's a lot more fun over here. So come on. Let's go. You know, that's the message to the dudes. But um, I, I want to give, a, there's so much negativity. And as a health coach, I've seen how the mind and body connect and the way we think about our period impacts the way we experience having a period. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I want to shift the narrative. I want people to 
know, even if they, it's not their favorite thing ever, that they can love themselves in each phase, that they can see the gifts of their phase. And so this is not just about period products. This is about the entire cycle. And this is about joy, joyful power. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so it starts in June. It's three months. And there's going to be giveaways. There's all kinds of, of goodies involved in this. Um, what are some of the things people can look forward to? We're going to do lots of talks, events. I want to do some master classes. We want to do forums. Um, we're going to have an app launch party. If you happen to be in Iowa or want to come hang out, like, I don't know, come on over. Um, but it's just about like how much joy. I want to just shout these conversations really, really, really loud because light is the antidote to shame. Mm -hmm. So if we talk about these things really open, no one can put us back into that space of feeling bad or gross or wrong because this PSA, your period is normal. Having a period is normal. So um, that's what I really hope to accomplish at the other side of this, that we just have so much fun, rowdy, loud, joyful (laughs) stuff go on that that it just kind of loosens and shakes the foundation a little bit. Mm. And so I am giving away a membership to my new group coaching program, Wild Feminine Rising. Very excited about that. Um, so it's, the when course- I saw your when I saw your response, I was like, holy shit, I <laughs> I wish I could win this giveaway. <laughs> so it's launching in May, but it's one of those things that you can start and join whenever. It's a self-paced course and then a container where we do live group coaching. And I felt like, first of all, connecting with you, you know, for the last, I think we've known each other for what, year or a year and a half. Um I knew it was going to be a great, a great campaign. And I'm very into all, all the things that you are all about. So I'm very excited. How can people enter? I know you're going to do kind of like a point system. Yeah. So I will have a, a sweepstakes page. You can put it in the show notes mm-hmm. and there are just ways to share it out, to tell your friends, to let everybody know. Um, there'll be, it, it'll be really, really clearly laid out. So that that sheet is probably the best thing to point people to. Um, it'll be on my link tree on the agenda period. I will be posting about it 5,000 times a day. So, you know, just feel free to follow me, but it's just also about getting to know these other brands and products you maybe didn't have awareness of or awesome coaching opportunities that exist. There are a lot of resources, but they're all kind of scattered around. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to like gather all the forces and uh, get people really excited. So I am so excited for you all as listeners to get to see these really awesome products. So we're going from like, there are a couple of really awesome supplements, some period products, some journaling products, coaching, uh, exercise stuff. It's just really the entire platform and that it like spans so many different areas that are connected to your hormonal health and mm. your your menstrual cycle wellness. So I'm just I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited too. We are doing a live Instagram chat June 2nd um at noon central time on your Instagram. Yeah. Okay. So I'll put that in the show notes too. So you guys are listening to this on Monday, Thursday we'll be chatting. So come on over and talk with us. How can people connect with you? The agenda period. So the agenda period on Facebook, on Instagram, 
TikTok. Don't make fun of my TikTok videos, y'all. I'm, I'm too old for this. I'm doing the best <laughs> I can. Um, like all the use. I'm like, you guys are so like, you're making whole movies on TikTok. I don't understand. Um, that is not the level we're at. Um, and then we also have got a community container, the uh, cycle reintroduction group. It's just a free Facebook group, but people ask all kinds of questions. And we've had interesting chats about the data stuff, about birth mm-hmm. control, about how to insert a menstrual cup. Like there is nothing off limits in that space. So that is a great resource as well. I would love to ask you this and I didn't prep you to say that I was going to ask you this. All right. Your TikTok. Remember when you had that video on TikTok that everybody lost their shit over with the cervical mucus? Yep. (laughs) I have as of yet not had anybody there was like one weird person who came into my um, DMs who kind of had like a weird, nasty comment, but it was also a very vague comment. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It was like something like, maybe they said like, stop. Like, I wish you'd stop. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. It was a dude. So I was like, clearly we're not listening to you. But you have had some haters come onto your shit. <laughs> right? uh, you- especially, especially the cervical mucus one. Oh. They were so mad. They were so they mad. Were so- so big mad. mad about it big big emotions were had by i'm like ew gross i just threw up i'm just like they're like i'm a dude i never need to know about this i'm like to one of them i'm like oh if you have no intention of ever having sex with a woman or a person with a uterus you're absolutely right so like i didn't want to be like are you gay i'm not trying to out somebody on tiktok but i'm like this will only not matter to you if you never want to have sex with someone with a uterus exactly like they're just like, yo, whatever, man. I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> but even women um, were in there like going hard. Yeah. They were really uncomfortable. They were, and it just shows you how much, that's why we need to do this campaign, right? It just shows how much secrecy and shame and like weirdness there is around women's bodies. And uh, that's what's leading to some horrific policy decisions and choices. <laughs> um, so it's the time to understand what's normal, understand your baseline. That's why the education, the knowledge is power. Once you know what is real and true for yourself, no one can take that shit away from you. No one can make you feel bad about it. It's like, this is how my body is. What do you want me to do? Like mm-hmm. get, get out of here. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, Alex, thanks so much for spending time with me and uh, chatting all about this. So this fun. is so great. I'm so looking forward to the the period powered campaign. We'll put links to the the pages in the show notes. Again, we're going to be chatting in a couple of days. We'll put links to that as well. Anything else you want to share that I did not ask you about? Oh, I just want to invite everyone to be kind and gentle to yourself out there. You know, we've had a really tough two years, of the, two, three years of the pandemic and now all of this stuff with Roe and um, just like give yourself, give yourself extra, extra, extra grace because we're all just going through it right now. So we see you and um, it's going to be, okay. it's going to be okay. <laughs> and uh, just, but just give yourself that kindness right now and always, but like particularly right now. <laughs> mm, I loved that conversation. She is such a light, such a joy. And I loved hearing her talk about the ways that, Working with her period has helped with her business, how she's handled the haters, and of course, this amazing period-powered campaign that she has going on for June, July, and August. Guys, I want you to be part of this. I want you to win some of these amazing prizes. So go to the show notes. That's where you will find a link to her sweepstakes page so you can find out how to enter this amazing giveaway. You can also connect with Alex on Instagram and Facebook. I will put her links below. You can always find me on Instagram 
at Leslie Draffin and at the Light Within podcast. Shoot me an email, hello at Leslie Draffin. I would love to hear from you. Also, I am so excited to let you know that my four-month group coaching container, Wild Feminine Rising, is now open. The doors are open. And this is for any frustrated or burnt out menstruator or woman who wants to find out how to live more lit up in their life. If you feel like life is passing you by, it's just kind of blah, and you're looking for a way to get more in touch with yourself, to feel more embodied, to feel more connected with your menstrual cycle, this program is for you. We are in the beta phase right now. The price is more than 50% off what it will eventually be. So if you're interested in learning more, how about you reach out? I would love to chat with you about it and see if working together is something that feels aligned. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today. And remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.